It's Monday. It's six o'clock. It's time for the joke workshop here on mutinyradio.fm in .sf. And I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I'm here, and there's comedians that are here, but none of them can tell time. So that's always funny to me. <laughs> no, they can tell time. They can come in, and we have uh, a couple dudes here today. Josh Kahn is on his way. Don't forget to donate to Mutiny Radio in that bucket up front, or you can always Venmo at Mutiny Radio, all one word. It's time for the Joke Workshop. We do four-minute sets. You get a horn at three. That means you have a minute left, so you know what four minutes feels like. And then we have a conversation about your comedy. Uh, please, we're going to use this microphone back here. Have masks on. Have masks inside. If you did not bring your own microphone or microphone condom, please just take your mask off and put it over the microphone. Like, as if, don't, like, flip it around and put the part that your mouth was on on the microphone. No, 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 You put the, you keep talking into the part that you've had your mouth in. Does that make sense? Does anybody understand physics? Uh, or, or be a responsible comedian and go buy a microphone uh, or steal one from your mom, something. But bring your own mic, bring your own mic condoms. Be safe out there, everybody, please. Take notes for each other. Be kind at the joke workshop. Uh, we're trying to be supportive. Be specific about things like But if you want to tell people they're good, just tell them, tell them you liked it. You know, that's fine, too. But if you want to be constructive, be specific. All right. That's, is Hunter back, or is he He's outside smoking? Because I feel like we should just... But we should wait till there's at least all four of us in the room. Otherwise, it's kind of like... Oh, it's okay. You can finish smoking, sweetie. Oh, you're right there. You can listen anyway, so it doesn't matter. Hey, everybody, put your hands together for your first comedian of the night. It's Brady. That's the condom, everyone. Hi, my name is Brady. I'm really excited to be here tonight. It's, where am I? Is this all right? Yeah, a little feedback. Okay. So, um, you know, it's very exciting this, in these COVID times. You know, um, cases are going up and it's going a little bit crazy. And I, you know, we've been begging people, you know, coming up with, uh, Thanksgiving is coming up. And um, I was having one of my fantasies and, uh, I want. I thought of this movie trailer, and I wanted to share it with you. It's um, kind of like this. In a world where people should know better, where cases are climbing, people from all over the country take an adventurous, dangerous journey to grandmother's last holiday. Sur Surge 3, Thanksgiving super spreader. Meet Molly. Molly got a test. She thinks that she's negative and she goes to she goes to the Thanksgiving dinner and she breathes and laugh while she infects her grandmother. Chill while she unknowingly spreads the disease. Laugh at the silliness. Starring your mom your dad, your cousins, your sisters, and COVID-19, who brought you Surge 1 and Surge 2. We're going to make it viral, ladies and gentlemen. 
And also very exciting news today, um, the GSA, as uh, Secretary Emily Murphy, has finally okayed the transition to the Biden administration. Why do I know that? No, really, why do I know that? You know, I mean, is this what our life has come to when I know the name of the GSA administrator? What other things have I lost to the Trump administration? What up? Um, all those other important things, like the names of my brothers or sisters. Now I just remember Sean Spencer, Ivanka, and Don Jr. I'm also excited, it's going to be uh, tomorrow, Trump is going to be pardoning a turkey. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be himself. Um, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be, this is exciting, it's gonna be the last Christmas in the White House for the Trump family. I imagine um, we're gonna have I don't, I, I don't even know if, if uh, Melania is going to be around. She's probably so excited. We did see a moving van out there. Um, what up, Hunter? And I think, what up, Hunter? How are you doing? Are you excited? I'm excited. Are you excited about what's going on? Yeah. Yeah? What are you excited about? I'm excited about Trump getting the fuck out of office. I know, we're excited. Now we got Kamala, right? Kamala. I know we can make jokes about like how fun, how old he is, but I mean, like maybe we could tell him to sissy that walker. That's Biden, by the way. Um, okay. And I think that's all I have for tonight anyway, so just new material. Thanks, guys. Yay, Brady! New concepts, new stuff, yay! Yeah, so there's a microphone back there. Hunter, go ahead. Hey, uh, first little comedy, Brady. Mm. Have your pants zipped up when you're doing a set. Oh my God, you're looking at my penis. I dude, it, it was in the shape of a heart from my angle. Like, oh it looks God, so warm I and dividing, that. and I'm straight, dude. So I turn you on, that's what you're telling me. Yeah, you do. Oh my God, I love <laughs> All right. I'm so, uh, sexed, I'm so sexed up. Besides that, I had, like, I liked it. Uh, nothing real to say because I was just staring at your dick the entire time. <laughs> Thank you, darling. So I think that the concept of the movie voice is, is really great, and you committed to it in the beginning, and then you sort of lost it, okay. and then you kind of got back to it. So I would just really commit to that movie voice and make it really extreme, you know, and have your... Whenever you figure out your script, yeah. have it really memorized and then really sell that. Because in the beginning you did and I was like, all right, and then you kind of let it go for a minute because you were thinking and then you brought it back a little bit. Mm -hmm. So just um, really commit to that. And then um, the, when you're being quiet, you really have to watch your diction. Oh, um, just the pronunciation of every word Fuck. because if you're being quiet and there's even some slurring with your, it's just, so quiet that it's hard. Okay. So you either have to slow down and enunciate yeah. amazingly, almost like make your mouth do bigger words than you think it has to, you know, like okay. really over exaggerate until you get the right feeling for it. Because when you're just sort of talking, but you're doing it at that really low timber, mm -hmm. it can get lost. Okay. And then also with the condoms, I mean, it's all honestly, it's just technical stuff, yeah. but like you're, your con your new concepts are great, and I'm impressed that you continue coming up with like new jokes, new concepts, and trying and writing it. it that's great, Kyle. Things to say? Yeah, to Thanks, build off, to build off the the continuation of the uh, the trailer parody. There are so many stereotypes from '90s trailers that I was coming up that I remember in my head mm -hmm. when you start doing that, like 
for instance, my favorite being the whole like the record scratch and then the guy being like, you're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many of those types of moves that those trailers use that, I mean, I've always found them really funny because they're so ridiculous. So I think you have a lot of examples you can draw from. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Cool. Clap your hands together, everybody. For Brady. That's how the joke workshop works. All right, your next comedian. He was just giving great comments, too. Clap your hands together for Kyle Morrissey. All right, cool. Um, Good to be doing this inside again. We're all socially distant. Just to be safe, I've also stopped making eye contact with people. Yep. Uh, I don't think the CDC recommended this, but I've lost all social skills. I've, I've given all of them up over the last eight months. Um, I was like halfway through a set the other night and I realized that I just had not moved the whole time. Like I'd just been stand, I was just standing completely still. And once you realize something like that, you become very self-conscious of it. It's like you're being stoned. You, you're like, well, I can't, I can't move my arm now. Like they're gonna they're gonna notice. I have to keep it like this, because otherwise they're gonna be like, well, "Hey, did you see the way that guy moved his arm? Yeah, what a piece of shit." <laughs> um, let's get through this. I uh, my uh, friends, my married friends, announced to me last night that uh, they're pregnant. Um, that's how they put it there. I guess uh, the wife married uh, a seahorse. Um. But I was I was talking I was talking with the husband and his buddy of mine. Um, they're they're from the south. They live here. They're from the south. And so he was he was confiding me. He was like, "Look, I know it's 2020, but like deep down, I, I still have this fear." He wants a son, and he was like, "I'm I'm worried that if I have a son, he'll be gay." And I was like, "Well, what like what's okay? Why does that bo- why does that bother you?" And he was like, well, you know, just I don't want him to grow up and go out there and like suck hundreds of dicks and all that. And I was like. Well, it doesn't sound like you're worried about your son being gay. It sounds like you're worried about your son being a huge slut. <laughs> like, they're not. When did, when did? Uh, I mean, I started thinking about that stereotype. Like, when did sexual preference get conflated with promiscuity? Because they're not the same thing. Like, like there's got to be prude gay guys. Like, there's, ga- like there's got to be at least one gay guy who's like, I'm saving myself for gay marriage (laughs) yeah right yeah i've only sucked one penis my fiance's (laughs) that's a gay word fiance fiance i mean it even has a little accent above the uh the e that is very gay (laughs) next time one of my friends introduces the woman he's about to get married to as his fiance i'll be like dude what are you doing that's gay (laughs) like that's that's a gay word um but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do think we're pretty open about our sexuality now. Like, if I had a son and he was gay, I'd be like, I, I don't care. Congratulations. You, just, you don't need to really share the details with me. Um, if I had a gay daughter, I'd be like, oh, yeah, and then what happened? Uh, <laughs> you took her shirt off first? That's, you know I love you, right? Like, no matter what you do, I'm always going to be proud of you because you're my daughter. <laughs> uh, um. You know what? That was all I wanted to work on, too. So let's just save some time. I'm going to give it back. Thank you very much. All right. Everyone's
everyone's doing three minute sets tonight. Nobody wants to take, no one wants the time, huh? Uh, comments from Hunter. All right, first of all, I loved it. Yeah. Secondly, with the, um, with like how your uh, friend said, oh, I don't want my friend to be gay. Yeah. I want my, my, my son to be gay. Yeah. It's a gay gene, so technically it's passed on by the father. Oh, hey. You know? <laughs> yeah, so, so it's like maybe there's something deep down within where the father's secretly afraid that he's partially gay. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I, I'd encourage I, you to work on that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. More comments. Sounds more like that's an issue with you, Hunter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was really good. But when you say it's a gay word, I would, I would think that you might want to put, it belongs to them. <laughs> because otherwise, there's that taint of, oh, that's gay, which nobody wants to hear. Yeah. Right, because right, it's the 90s. It's no. like that, that every single but, movie in the right. 90s is so, just like, it's so gay. I had a, a note get on close gay, to the microphone. You've got to get close to the microphone. The, the gay word as well. Like, so if, if it wasn't gay, you'd just like be called somebody's fiance. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't, it didn't bother you, the, the gay joke. I was just wondering because when no, people start doing gay jokes, but when people don't have a dog in the fight, I'm just saying philosophically from a person who identifies as super gay, does it, when you see straight guys do gay jokes, are you, does it like, do you bristle or do you go, oh, like I'm just wondering from. Oh, I loved, uh, no, I loved everything he did there. It's just like when you, but when you use the term gay, yeah. that's a gay word, then you yeah. should just say something like, oh, it belongs to yeah. them. Yeah. You know how you Back it up it. without just dropping the gay word because. Yeah. Right. You know how you yeah. take a big idea and you want to condense it down? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a great one. I mean, I think yeah. you did a really great job. Yeah. I know, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, then just say that at the end, yeah. Right, because then, it, cause then he, otherwise, if it's a straight guy doing gay jokes, it's yeah. like, you don't have a dog in this fight. Right. It's, like, it's like when the 19-year-old boy came in and started doing menopause jokes, and I was like, you don't have a dog in this fight. You ain't got nothing. What the fuck are you talking about? There's no, there's no reason for a 19-year-old ever to be talking about menopause, unless he's talking about his mom going through it and she's being super cunty. Then that's fine. Uh, all right. Thank you. Everybody clap again for Kyle Morrissey. <laughs> All right, Josh, you want to go up, or do you want Mike Bonds? He's got to run to the car. Okay, so then, is Mike Bonds still here? Oh, there he is. I'm sorry, you were being hidden by the um, speakers. All right, your next comedian, what a funny guy. He's been killing it all over town, most recently at Copper Spoon. Put your hands together, everyone, for Mike Bonds. Oh my God, can I just stand up here and just sing Prince all of a sudden? I'm feeling sexy. <laughs> yeah, how you guys doing tonight? Good, thank you. All right. I'm wearing my mask for a reason, and I just took it off for a reason. So, uh, yeah, you guys happy? Well, I changed it, hello? Hello? Yeah, I did. I thought we were switching mics. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought we were switching mics. My bad. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Are Here we go. Are you going to put a cover on it? You can take your mask off and put your mask on top. Yeah, of it. I'll just do That's that. Fine. That's easier. There you go. Except do the other way. Other there way. you go. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. I'm like, go. wait a minute. Physics, <laughs> Thanks, Pam, for that mask etiquette. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Where do I start? I'm happy that uh, we're going to evict the president. <laughs> I think this is going to be the first presidential eviction, don't you think? <laughs> We're going to have people knocking on the door and shit, putting eviction notices, because I don't think he's getting the fuck up out of there, right? Shit, man. 
I don't want to get too political, but I voted for the old white dude. You know, that's about as far as I'll take it. I figure that this year, man, we're going to at least have the first nurse. We're going to at least <laughs> see the first nurse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's going to be waking his ass up and shit during press conferences. Wake up, Biden. Wake up, Joe. <laughs> you know? Oh, shit, man. I realized over the pandemic I have a new addiction. It's called food porn. I know, right? A lot of people realize that, you know, a lot of people realize they have uh, new food porn addictions. You know, I, I realized that I should say when uh, the other night I went into the bathroom and I watched them make a nice macaroni and cheese. And uh, don't get me wrong, it was nice and everything, but afterwards I jerked off to it. So don't don't judge me. Don't, don't judge me. Uh, damn, there's a bunch of comedians in here. So <laughs> I'm just going to roll with my old jokes, I guess. Uh Nice to not have any buffets, you know, lately, man. It's funny because uh, I went to a buffet not too long ago before this shit all closed down. There's a little kid running around the buffet. And I'm like, yo, man, somebody better come get their fucking kid around here. I'll fuck a kid up. Don't get me wrong. The kid was taunting me and shit, man. He was like, get your ass on. Hurry up, fat man. Then he took a piece of chicken and put it in the fudge fountain. So I tried it. Turns out that shit was pretty good, man. You guys go out and check that out. It's called fudge chicken. All right. Uh, I'm getting ready to get my first tattoo. How many people got tattoos? Yay. I know, right? Everybody's heard this one before. I know, right? Everybody's getting monumental stuff tattooed on them, their kids' birthdays, their grandmothers' names and shit. And then there's these people that get Asian writing tattooed on them. For whatever strange reason, they always get some shit, faith, light, moon, stars, and all that shit in Chinese. Well, I want to get some Chinese writing. My shit's going to say chow mein, two egg rolls, general chicken, fried rice. That's because I love that shit. Go ahead, man. You good. Okay. That's because I love that shit. When I go to a Chinese food restaurant, I'll be like, yo, man, my order's right here. Don't fuck it up. It's right here. Um, here's where I go. Oh, yeah. So recently, uh, I know uh, I was talking about staying on the internet. I understand that my phone is watching me. You know your phone's watching you, right, Brady? You know, it's taking information down, and it's just giving it back to us in weird ways, right? So the other day, I was using the Waze app on my phone, man, and Waze was like, hey, Mike, there's a Popeye's a half a block away. Would you like to get there? I was like, fuck, Waze, you know me so well. Why don't you get me there? I got a few minutes to kill. So anyway, um, my son told me the other day he likes playing with dolls. We talked about that earlier. And I was like, that's cool, and I realized it, you know. And I realized that I had been buying them dolls the whole time. You know, I've been buying them action figures and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was like, he goes, no, Dad, I, I want, the, I want the, 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 the doll right there, the girl doll, the Barbie doll. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, have you been checking out my movies lately? What's going on, son? He's like, no, Dad, I just like playing with dolls. I just like playing with dolls. I said, okay, no problem. Well, let's, get, let's play with the dolls. So I'm up here playing with the dolls with him. And he starts fighting with the dolls. <laughs> I said, damn, son, where'd you get that at? He said, I saw it on TV. Anyway, um, I tried to go vegetarian recently. We got any vegetarians in the house, man? I know, right? It's funny because, you know, I, I try to be a vegetarian. And when I go shopping for food, you know, I get to the register. And the lady at the register is always fucking with me like, Where you, who are you buying this shit from? I know you ain't buying it for you. I'm like, I'm buying it for me. What are you talking about? Then she throws little lines in there. You know, tweakers are on aisle four. Go check it out. I won't tell anybody, you know. Um. I'm married. We got any married people in the house? Right? Oh, right. Pam's not married. She's just doing that shit. <laughs> right? I know, right? So you can't argue with your wife, guys. I know. I tried to. It's fucked up, man. It got so bad one time I went on Amazon. I got a book on learn how to argue with my wife. Open up. First page just said, shut the fuck up. That was the whole book right there. Just shut the fuck up. All right. That's been my time, y'all.
Mike Bond, Saray. Yeah. All right. I uh, Presidential eviction is very funny. I feel like you could. It would behoove you to throw some similes into your set. Um, yes, I just wrote that joke today. It's gonna yeah, be. Yeah. It's gonna evolve. No, it's great. It's gonna evolve. But y- you can be helped with some similes, being that oh. you've got some. He's like, and then you have another eviction. You know, simile like yeah. bring it to the ghetto or something. Somebody who gets evicted. <laughs> bring it to like the ghetto. Ellis Act. <laughs> I ain't never been to the ghetto. <laughs> but yeah, like Ellis Act or a friend who something, and it's gonna be like so you you have an opportunity to put another tag in there that yeah. personalizes it. I got you. Um, and the second place where you can use another simile. Oh, is when you're talking about the food porn and you jerked off to it. But then I think further that what came out of your dick looked like yeah. maybe the mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, that it did. Wait, right, but so you didn't say that. So no. you got you've got a you've got a thing there like you've got another like yeah. there blah 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 with the mac and cheese. Um, slow down. I know we're just comics yeah. and you're like yeah fuck it. <laughs> but um, but you, you slow down and then this last thing I have for the Barbie fighting. Uh huh. You said TV, but I think you can go farther. I think you can have your son say. I saw it on your special TV, Daddy. <laughs> like with two girls fighting because yeah. it's like lesbian porn or whatever. Uh, hey. So it's like an it's like a it's an oblique reference to the porn that you watch because it's like when you're special alone time TV, Daddy. I've <laughs> seen something like that. Does yep. that make sense? That you don't have sense. to. I'm just saying. There's some examples. Uh, Kyle. Uh, it was just about tags for the presidential eviction. Basically, what you said. Yeah. Um, NIMBY and YIMBY. That doesn't have to do with evictions, right? That's is that just building like it's zoning? It's not in my backyard. Yeah, the NIMBY. Is it just zoning? Ooh. It doesn't have any. I just yeah. <laughs> I think you mentioned some associations. They're just. I feel like there. That was a good opportunity to mention like. Uh, I don't know, like profession. I just heard a lot of acronyms for that part where it's like you can name all the make this ridiculous try to add the perfect like professionalism uh-huh. into this ridiculous situation because yeah. that will make it more ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. That's a good one. Thanks, Carl. That, yeah, president. All right, we good? Presidential eviction is very funny. Uh, Brady. Oh, Brady. I would kind of like to hear, because I really love the idea of the Barbie doll, but d- would he like be playing out the arguments you're having with your wife or something like that, That's too? a good one. Yeah, I think Do I will. Do you know what I mean? Like, I like, just wrote like, that like, joke, like the, like the boy starts cursing or <laughs> yeah. whatever, like your wife does. Yeah. And he says whatever your wife says. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. That's what I was thinking too. Like so, kind of like where did where did he touch you on the doll? But yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. But kind of like that, just so it's it's real to you and your and you and you're already talking about fighting with your wife. Yeah. So I think that would be also yeah. an idea. Gotcha. Links it up. Really yes. Andrew, did you have something to say? Uh, no, I wasn't gonna take advice. Oh, okay. Go ahead, give me the advice. Come on, bring it. Before he bring started. Bring it, Hunter. Bring it. I <laughs> know, uh, right? I was thinking that uh, you buy your your son a bunch of dolls and then he has so many, he just ends up uh, playing with them and they end up scissoring. So, like, it comes off like he's, like, super straight. Like, Uh you think he's super gay, but then it comes out super straight. (laughs) That's a good one. Okay, okay. Ah, shit. Maybe I shouldn't keep my mouth shut. Okay. (laughs) Clap your hands together, everybody, for Mike Vaughn. I think, is it Hunter next or Josh next? Who wants to go next? Okay, your next comedian. He's had a rough day. He's going to have a great set. He always does. Put your hands together. For Hunter Uniac. Yeah. 
My day just got worse because Josh. I saw Josh Khan dance. That was the worst part of my fucking day. I love you, but I really do. I really do. It's just, I don't know. I, just, I Fuck you. Fuck you and everything you stand for right now. I'm having a bad day. Let me vent. I do. You know what I had to do today? I had to assemble Ikea furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Also, half the comics walked out of my set before I even started. That's part of a shitty day. What? No, I'm a, I'm a fucking carpenter. All right? Ikea furniture is still my bane of existence. I was working with my father. He's been a general contractor since he was 18 years fucking old. He still couldn't figure that shit out. All right? That shit's written in English. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, the Swedish people... Fuck the Swedes. I don't give a shit. The Swedish people made uh, Ikea, right? Yeah, fuck them. All right? I don't give a shit. All right? You know what? You know what's, you know what's very unpopular in construction? You know what you need, to, you need in construction? You need fucking math. All right? I've never seen a Swedish person do math. Ever in my fucking life. Imagine a Swedish person. Is he doing math? No. Fuck him. This is horrible. Yeah, pretty much, this is all turning into a racist, uh, racist rant right now. But you know what? Nobody's been racist towards the Swedish. All right? They need that. They fucking need that. Maybe if they, we were racist towards them in the 30s, they would have helped us in World War II. All right? That's all I'm fucking saying. That's all I'm fucking saying. All right? Like, we need more racism towards white people. That's what I'm saying, especially the Swedes, okay? Germans know, you see what happens when you piss them off a little bit. <laughs> we got somebody clapping across the street. What, what ethnicity was he, or her? White, white, I hope she wasn't Swedish. Maybe, maybe, if they were, you know, they, there are some like black people who hate the blacks as well. You know, maybe there's some Swedish people that hate the Swedish people as well. I don't know, this is turning into a racist shit. Brady, you look Swedish right now, all right? It's your long blonde hair. The only part of you that doesn't look Swedish is your fucking leather jacket right now. And that's because it's badass. Like, how do Swedish people talk? Yeah, I need to start researching how Swedish people talk because I know that accent is not badass. Huh? That is not a Swedish fucking accent, you ignorant bitch. That is a Muppets accent, all right? A herga durga durga is not even English. It's not even Swedish. I love that. Like, I'm, I, I said I'm like sarcastic, a racist bit, but I said Herga Durga Durga is not English. Yeah, I ex I'm expecting the Swedes to speak English right now. Not even their own native fucking language. What is going on with me? This is a breakdown. This is not okay. I'm going to cry on my way home right now. This is horrible. You know who, you know who, like, you know why I hate the Swedes? Because they are Oakland Athletics fans. Fuck the A's. <laughs> Fuck the A's. Josh Kahn's wearing an A's hat. Yeah, he's a Swede. You know why he's a Swede? Sweden is a dirt poor country. The Oakland A's have no money for fucking payroll whatsoever. Yes, the person, their biggest saver, Billy B, is saying, fuck it, I'm going away to soccer. Yeah, you ever see a Swedish person play soccer? I, fuck you, Pam, agree with me. <laughs> they have a World Cup team? See how much steam I lost with you talking, Pam? The one we all learned. We hate the Swedes and we hate women talking. That's what we all fucking learned. <laughs> Fuck this shit. This is going to get canceled in 2020, people. I don't give a fuck. I'm attacking all ethnicities, all people. Who here is left-handed? Yeah. I'm left-handed. Fuck me as a person. Fuck me as a person. I'm left-handed, but I jerk off right-handed. You know what? And faithful I am to myself. Like, I don't even, like, let my favorite hand touch my dick. What the fuck is going on? Jesus Christ. That's not good. My dick isn't good. You've never seen it. Don't let me. Don't fucking start questioning. I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know what's going on. This is so weird. This is weird. Dude, like, it's...
I don't, you know, you know what's making this worse? I've just like sat here quietly for a second, and I realized I don't have any Swedish friends. If I, I, I really want to be saying, like, don't, don't worry, you know, my neighbor's Swedish. To, like, have that token, you know, it's okay, I have a black friend thing right there, but I don't. I don't. Can I get a chance to fuck the Swedes on three? One, two, three. You guys are going to make a horrible hate group. <laughs> That's my time. Give it up for me. Fuck the Swedes. Hunter Uniac, yay. That was great. I love it when you riff and you feel comfortable, and I'm really glad that made your day probably feel a little better. And um, Thank you, Ben. And it's, but when, whenever you riff and you're just ranting and reacting, it's, it's really funny. Um, yeah, I feel like if you're going <laughs> to riff about Swedish people, you might as well do the Swedish chef, but that was so funny that you said that he was a Muppet voice and not a... <laughs> but the, like the Jürgen Flurgen and, you know, popcorn's coming at me in 3D. Anyways, Swedish Chef is funny, but that was great. I mean, I have not. I just I love it when you riff. It's too bad that when you're like doing a showcase, maybe you don't have the opportunity to feel comfortable enough to just go up without any material and just do that, because it really is funny. I mean, I guess it's kind of scary because I mean, here obviously this is a safe place, but it could be hit or miss in like a showcase kind of situation, and so I guess that could be nerve wracking. But you're so good at it, like whenever you riff, that I would, I don't know, trust yourself sometime. Yeah, that well, like most mostly when I riff, it's like planned riffing. You know, it's never like free base until like, um, you know, somebody starts talking to me. But I, yeah, I should start doing it that way. I should start trusting myself. Yeah, dude. When you when you when you get when you let go, it's really really good. It's really funny. You you did really well. Thank you, Brady. First of all, Hunter, you're an asshole. <laughs> Fuck but you, Mike. You're my asshole. Uh, you're great with riffing. Uh, when you write, I love it. When you don't. You know what time it is. Get to writing. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I just thought today was good for you because it was like therapeutic and that you said you had a bad day and you got to like sort of, you know, like effuse some demons, you know, like just sort of purge them onto the stage. So um, I enjoyed that very much. And it, I mean, and it's just funny for to come out hating Swedish people is, is very funny because yeah. uh, it's like, why? What else? <laughs> But even when I said the Swedish soccer team, you still, you dealt with all of that sort of interaction really well. Cool. Right, Everybody clap you your hands wildly for Hunter Uniac, yay! Today's going by really fast, but that's great. Um, your next comedian, put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kahn, yay! Hunter on fire. Hunter Uniac, everyone. Clap it up for Hunter Uniac. So there should be like a token Swede then, right? Instead of like a token black guy, right? Like minorities should have to have a token Swede in their group. Like it's a bunch of gangbangers and one Swede, right? And the gangbangers are like, yeah, we're going to go like tag something. Yeah. And then we're going to pound some 40s of malt liquor. Yeah. And then we're going to tattoo each other. And then the Swede jumps in. Yeah. And then we're going to put together some composite wood furniture. Yeah. And like all the bangers have to like be politically correct. So they're like, yeah, we're going to do that. Totally. We're going to set up that furniture. And then we're going to rob somebody. Yeah. Token Swede. Thanks, Hunter. Thanks, Hunter, for that. I don't have any Swedish friends. I shouldn't talk. So I've had a fucked up week. I got to follow Hunter, who's had a fucked up day. I've had a fucked up week. I'm in a ton of pain. Uh, Mike Bonds. 
Hey, so you you your Asian writing tattoo, right? You want like menu items, right? That's funny. But I'm half Asian, so I want my Asian writing tattoo to say something different. I want to like turn to read it and have it say, "You must use your turn signal 200 yards before changing lanes." And then <laughs> Thank you. Pam, what if the 19-year-old is like has a much older girlfriend and she has menopause? Is he then allowed to if he's if he's been, if he's really if she's robbing the cradle, he can Pam buys I, I always see whipped cream around Pam and I always have to remind myself that it's not for illicit use, like it's for pastries. <laughs> like no, but not the way that it is for like frosty. Like <laughs> for frosty dogs. That's a different 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 kind of jam. Day after inauguration, here's my impression. Kamala, my colostomy bag is full. Tell me how to vote. That's the day after inauguration. That was Joe Biden. He's old. Um, I'm gonna real. I'm gonna try to offend the shit out of you guys if I can tonight. Yeah. Um. But I won't tell you when it's gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. It'll be a. It'll be a surprise. <clears throat> Dear Kurt Cobain. With the lights out, it is more dangerous, not less. I tripped over some. I, I broke. I broke a lamp. I broke some IKEA furniture, and I now need Hunter to reconstruct that. Um, did you guys hear the lead singer from Gorillaz got in a car wreck? What? Yeah, he got a, he got a traumatic brain injury. So he's rewriting some of his songs, right? It goes like this. My head's flappy, it's peeling back. I got glucose in a bag. I'm intubated, but not for long. My sutures are coming off, are coming off. The gorillas lied. My future is not coming on anything or anyone. I want to see a reboot of Doogie Howser where he's a Nazi war criminal doctor. Dear Mein Kampf, I saw there was a. Um, yeah, I saw a doc that was like the Golden State Killer. It's not over. That was what the thumbnail said, and I was like, it's not over. He is still alive in a jail cell somewhere, right? Which begs the question: Is the Golden State Killer still allowed to make? Collect calls. Oh, fuck. Like, brrrr, you have a collect call from an inmate at federal prison. <laughs> Will you accept charges? I'm a cop. They knew about me. Let's see, let's see, let's see. You, yeah, no, no, more more racism against white. People are like, you can't be racist against a white person. Go do a Scottish accent for to a person that lives in Scotland. <laughs> they will be fucking hella offended. If I do my like, oh, you're from Scotland, that's great. I had an uncle who had a girlfriend who had a brother who had a landlord that was from there. Oh, and he fucked sheep all day and he ate haggis. Like, they will fucking kick your ass. Don't say you can't be racist against a white person. Um, there was Rob Edwards has a really funny thing about how like travel tips for a black man in the South. Um, I thought of one Southern black man travel tips buy a jetpack. The end. Um, 
Well, I don't make, I don't make it that way. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to have a bulimia convention. Our slogan, stuff just keeps coming up. Um, saw a lawn, a lawn sign the other day that said, Lizdexics, untie! That's a thinker. Wow. I was holding an epilepsy seminar and I got like the big flashing sign, this epilepsy seminar here, nobody showed up. Um, and I don't think that Eric Clapton is actually sad about the song Tears in Heaven. Right, it's about his kid or he was like on a coke binge and his kid fell off the balcony and died, wrote Tears in Heaven about it. I don't think he's really sad about it anymore. Like he's over it now. He's over the death of that kid. Like, think about how much money Tears in Heaven has made, and how much. No, well, like, but, and like, and like, tell me that he has not one time since Tears in Heaven came out done blow. One time. Like he probably he's Eric Clapton. He probably doesn't do blow. He probably does like celebrity super blow or something. Anyway, um, that's all I got for now. I got worse stuff than that, but uh, that is my time. Thank you. Josh Gunn, trying to offend us. Um, I gave you six minutes, by the way. You did, you did like six minutes, yeah, 20 seconds. No, no, I just, we had time. So I was like, he's doing new material. So I love all your new material. I love that you, I think that you were trying to offend us with that thing at the end there with the tears in heaven, I, I believe. Um, the only tag, so you, the one joke you did after and you're like, you were like, that's a thinker, and then... I, you guys didn't get it? I, well, I wasn't listening, because I was writing down something about the I previous joke. Yeah. Well, I just, I was writing down something about the previous joke, so I couldn't hear you talk, because I was writing this down. Um, I have to postpone the bulimia convention, because stuff just keeps coming up. Wow. Right? Because that's why you have to postpone it. So that, but that, I think, I was laughing at the... Because I, there you go, just postpone the bulimia, because it keeps coming up but that was the only tag i could think of everything else oh the only other thing but i know you were riffing about um swedes high school is the thing that they say when they when they when they drink to each other they don't say cheers they say high school just for anybody who wants to make fun of the swedes in the future um cool that's all i got is yeah uh Josh, I was going to ask if you had any fucks to give, but I realized that you were fresh out of fucks. Yeah. You don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Great riffing. Uh, your materials is, is on point. Uh, I felt like that uh, that Eric Clapton joke was funny, <laughs> but you go going to offend some people. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what comedy is about. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, keep it going, man. Oh, man thank you. Yep. I really liked the um, jetpack joke. That was some fucking edgy shit. I liked it. That was some Green Day. What is it? Was that Green? Yeah. Green Book shit. Yeah. Right. That was really good. Yeah. You good with the mic? Are you sure? <laughs> Any other comments? Yay! Yay! Yay us! Well, yay us! Yay, Josh Khan. Um, thank you all the the men again for being here. Um, that is fantastic. I'm, we're going to head out to Alameda, and that'll be super fun. But um, check out uh, Mutiny Radio Listener. Check out our new shows this Wednesday. We're at Asiento. It's our 11th show with them, dinner and a show at Asiento. The headliner is James Mora. And um, Friday, we're here at 7 o'clock for the outdoor comedy, donation-based. And Saturday, 
at 2 o'clock, we're at New Harmony Cafe at 20th and Mission for Jitters and Titters. And on Sunday, the newest show happened yesterday, and it was sold out. It was so amazing. I got so drunk on really good wine. It was like, what the fuck? Uh, at Resolute Wine Bar at 678 Geary. And that is on Sundays at 2.30. And boy, was it fun. I mean, we're in the Tenderloin, and there are people hanging out of windows, too. And the skate shop across the street was laughing. It was great. I was so happy. Uh, anyways, keep frequenting Mutiny Radio on the dials. And we have an open mic on Friday at 6, so we'll see you back then. All right, bye. Coming up this hour starts our exploratory precision towards free will, free energy and freedom, in its peculiar circularities as we ponder maths from right to left and counterclockwise up and around the town with which we strategize a brown motionary stirred up in gentle probability, here now is, free will. Oh the free will question, because I choose to write about it. See? The collection of regression is the path of my prior choice, and its continuation is my talent, to my belief which is sufficient, for enjoyment, and that is the nature of the universe. To enjoy is purely the functioning of a returning and totality of a system to carry on in perpetuity, as one would like as it is to be enjoyed. Backspace are marvelous, as an adjunct to a concept which doesn't function and a slight correction is within our powers in the near term, and near is what we have at our disposal, to use that term, which is literally in this case, how we transition a set into another set, using perhaps some of the numbers, signed in their maths, for the functioning of further functions, and as numbers are applied within those functions, the other numbers naturally retain until they are further disposed into other functions. And this carries on, with a conceptual idea that there are always a sufficiency in numbers to proceed in our cycles, and those are for the mind, its ability to take what I just learned as reference to this case, the Markov blanket, which is a warm cuddly covering over a distinct collection, taking care of it, and providing its own body for the set of these numbers. If we were to go back, we may imagine exposing this blanket to the elements of prior bypasses of numbering thus reassigning a similar yet different blanket of numbering, whose reference is now a combination of events as recalled with concurrency of consciousness, and near coupled with the success of our warm blanket prior, we may be inclined to further enjoy the victory, which ought not to diminish, for the time our brains permit an enjoyment without a furthering of development, and this is also within Markov. And so, the free will question comes up at times like these, as evident and the precursor to that thinking is not immediately evident, but I will and will explain the happenstance of the oncoming and forthcoming spark ability, which is a dull drum of free association, and my own, perhaps, questioning as to what is free in association, well the return as in free energy as described by Carl Finston, check, describes both Markov and Auer, how did he phrases it? Well I'd have to look it up, and I will in a second. 
but we already described how numbers are exchanged and so this should suffice, and you needed worry about me looking it up, and you can provide a time to do so, if that is your desire. But back to free association, and the thinking that surroundings of everything observed for, by and about, coupled with perhaps randomized memory recall, is our natural response to perhaps a question we didn't hear precisely, as inaudibly, and that these conversations going on are part of their own numbered set and functioning, and perhaps by participating in the numbering without a pure attentive consciousness, as consciousness goes. Our lackadaisical free thinking may offhandedly participate in the numbering, when it doesn't offend or affect our concurrency, and even if it does, and you wind up shouting something from the creases of your own brain, well, that is your personal reaction and your behavior of how you deal with information in your runtime state of whatever you are about at that moment. Sounds a bit obtuse, and it is, for the mere fact that you don't have to respond solely for yourself in all events. That is the benefit towards yourself. This brings us to focus, but more specifically at this time, our reasoning to write, which is to operate the functions which function towards enjoyment, and numbers as a side gig, with focus to apply them to working systems. Satisfied is that, for moments, and further moments at a time, until the function is heavy enough to plot, as observed or simply proceeds in its imaginary non-imagined though accurate by imagination. Graph. It's pointless, ha, to imagine the graph because you're not purely aware of the numbers which will be presented, further allowing you to trigger available functioning systems. So this is fun, isn't it? The crux of course is how free will affects others, and this is how we have it, because it does affect others, and our combined freedoms allow us to provide for ourselves and others. As our natural abilities and proclivities proclaim for our justification of our own freedoms, as observed in our continued abilities to be free, even shackled with an itch on your nose that you wish to scratch, is a scenario where you could think about butterflies, as I did for a moment, to distract perhaps the ish, and thus avoid the inevitable ongoing one to scratch. Scratch. See I scratch my arm because it was a preset trigger, but if I knew then what I know about itches now. I would perhaps find a better solution. Even that thought may incline you to itch a bit, as the bits of communication on your body chatter about what the hell you're talking to it about, and collectively decide to move to the right or up and about and poke particularly on the organ which is your skin, and beneath, where soft tissue and organs may in similar fashion, have gotten some electrics and spin to question and unbalance for a shift. The question now comes to completeness. That is when will this document of recollection and processed formery be finished, and that is to be determined by the body I wish to write, and if I wish to continue on the free will theme, or if I wish now to break into a story, or what precisely I will do after this completeness and how does that progress in the cycles I am both perhaps used to, as not a specific action, but functionally within the near space is available for me to process the spatial numbering which is the all the time. And so, my recall is about, and the word is missing, but it's needles on the skin. And specifically my memory is the ear, and the reason I mention this is because its completeness is when it's no longer comfortable, and in fact obtrusive. And so you might have a memory of how long that is, or you may remember the sensation, and you may do a combination of these, and even imagine a discomfort, and that is actual, and that is still completeness and you may further decide the effects were ineffectual to your desire. Acupuncture is the word, 
and it's no longer needed. But there it is, written down. Combined with this concurrency of various discomfort, I realize further motion will be required to complete this work, as well as become comfortable, and I do want you to leave with a warm feeling about the presented material facts, and these are part of them, and so I share that and preclude to provide what I believe will be needed in the future, while perhaps ignoring the immediacy I so often talk about, which, indicates that while functioning in physics, this may introduce a behavior in yourself, which I am indicating, which is to listen to this podcast until completion, and perhaps now you are expecting the completion, and the ish has begun, and more specifically, said to regain your focus, the time at which you hear this messaging is the time our systems have then formed a mantle, with my words, and hence as carefully as I chose, and your time in and about your own functioning brain and etc. That mantle provides for me, my future, our future, choices as in free, as in free energy and thus will footnote this in brief to the wire an article I read just this morning, about the explorations of Carl Friston, and the direct quote of preponderance, free energy is the difference between the states you expect to be in and the states your sensors tell you that you are in. When you sense you are within something, you are, and the difference, is here, the natural you, allows to proceed to the result which, in expectation, is the precursor to other eventfulness in these functions, or blankets as both Markov and Friston utilize. This explains it to me, and it's a novel use to utilize the remainder towards the benefit of something which already exists, expectation, hence the free nature of this economy, as everything is utilized while motion proceeds. Good. Done. This has been and is still, in motionary and ongoing in spatial cosmistry, a bit from the left off center city by and about the bay, San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, to name a few which are on my mind this November the 10th, in our year of the hindsight, 2020, Aqua QC3W. And this bit is just the bits to remind you to get your figure and figuring together and to and gathered with the dosh to provide for yourself and our environment to displace its paper tie in exchange for your misuse of plastic for the furthering exchange of ideas, and that is the book, A Wizard's Pocket, now unavailable on a slightly alien point of non-existence until you chose and purchase a one or many of, and ignorance is not in fact bliss and only bliss as created will be discovered, and so to further these and ideas, carry on with carrying this book, on your shelves and in, in fact your pocket and pocket books even, a book inside a book, so proceed in any eventfulness, this is AquaQ of AquaQlabs.com with San Francisco's Pisces of Peachy and Lovely Loverly C3W. Freedom is the range of ability to provide free energy, where the ordering is spread evenly across all space-time domains, and regarding observation, as in your collectedness in one or more sets of space-time. Think about going to the store, and coming home, both time and space events. Questioning goes, if we have total freedom, and its ordering is spread evenly, that is its negentropy is maximized thereby providing a greater immediacy in the return of debt, either in energy or matter, that is the difference between what is expected and allowed is the difference in energy, well that expectation requires consciousness, and so where is choice and freedom? Maximum negentropy would be infinite, 
and related to a maximum order, or perfectly ordered freedom, well, is not even theoretical, as approaching perfect order, includes entropy in some degree, Idatina observes, and because free energy is available but not always used for work, choices the remainder of the unordered freedom, for reasons which it is available but not deliveries as work, instead is pervade as consciousness. It could be said some of this leads to work, hence the power to alter entropy within our domains. So consciousness alters the spin of entropy, and we say spin because it is change over time. Note that entropy is a word, not a negative signed variable. So what are we trying to say here? That our belief perhaps is an ordering of consciousness, which in its domain has the same rules, not coincidentally, as our observer domain, you and I verse, as in a continuity of a single verse, of string of words, as their various vectors as placed by consciousness. So that is how the universe is considered infinite, as our consciousness, as we know ourselves, and our observation of our domain is to alter it, if only by changing entropy, or again the ratio of freedom to choice, or its relationship, not to be confused with a denominator, or division. Infinite entropy, is minimum freedom, therefore non-available free energy, and complete and total choice. I use complete and not infinite, as since there is no available energy, there is no work which can be done as an order in return. So choice is simply on, well we can still say it's infinite, because of its nature to make its first choice, and which choice involves consciousness. This is our paradox. We have available an entirety of choice to then produce energy, thereby causing a motion of entropy which beings at. Let's propose our choices to move forward, a line or chord, well it's more of a minute particle motion, and that particle is now a participant, fact is we have neither matter nor energy. So particle is our placeholder, and defined by our consciousness which chose to move, and movement requires a body, hence the instantaneous creation. Our participant shares now freedom and choice, as all are available, and the ratio is at this point, the relationship between the two, and just what is that? Well it's the choice which the second particle makes, coupled with the now available energy. The above is a little obtuse, as we don't have any requirement to move as we have infinite choice. So our consciousness just sort of hangs out, without space-time, and this goes on for a non-eternity, that is to say one time becomes a variance of the ratios between freedom and choice, our ability to have simply pure choice is diminished, however freely provided for the space-time which continues as choice and work provide for each other, as is their relationship. This is perhaps our second or similar paradox where limited choice and limited availability to return work, and as work cannot change the ratio of choice, per se, well as the choice alters the ratio and work is observed, that alters perhaps choice, but observation of work does not alter the ability to provide the energy for work, and neither performing or utilizing free energy can alter the availability of free energy. You can utilize something and alter its ratio, to choice, that's exciting, says choice with all of it and also free energy and a relationship. Let's keep that, he says, for once the relationship exists, a dissolution of the ratio leaves a muck of matter and energy with no allowances for movement, that is stasis, and how just would a conscious choice remove an entirety of stasis, as there is no energy for the bits to move, and as well, one's complete choice, 
as included in the ratio, is now dumbed down with a portion of consciousness in stasis. So this must mean that choice remains a constant outside of the interrelationship of secondary choice to freedom, where localized choice alters freedom, but then our freedom relates to our outside choice, and so the overall ration remain. This bring us to the sexes, wherein as noted earlier, the perspective, theta, phi, as simultaneous observations of angles of a triangle. And why it's a triangle is simple because it is enclosed. For the reasoning that two traveling points will at some time observe each other. Brilliant? So our triangle is conscious, which is in our prior story, then originated at the same point, and in their own perspectives began to move. Now since the interrelationship of their perspectives don't change over time, their velocity remains constant, as a ratio between speed and direction. So why we draw it as a triangle, our male and female counterparts are maintaining their interrelationship by maintaining their own ratio between their personal speed and direction. Therefore perhaps the third side of our triangle, the observation, is initial and constant too, as it would need to be constant due to the interrelationship, and while observation itself is not ongoing per se between our two traveling sexes, or points, its consciousness shared at the initial point of travel is its provided constant, and since this ratio is always fixed, and because we can have triangles with any corollary sets of perspectives or angles, and as all triangles must have an origin, due to the simple fact that two random points will never have the same corollary perspectives for the ability to maintain their velocities towards a continuity of perfection, as is required in our triangle, the origin is always on a point of a circle. The reasoning for this is, to provide the constant of observation, while simultaneously providing the maximum choice, to our corollary sexes, and thus ensuring their constant perspective towards each other, and thus everything they participate in. Well, since they have choice and work and observation to complete the triangle is constant, that is it cannot be changed due to the onset of perspectives from origin. Well to create a triangle would then require three simultaneous and corollary angles, this is the sets of, theta, phi, phi, theta, observation, where interestingly, as observation is constant, and choice exists to create triangle, but not the individual angles, except that they maintain the ratio, as our only requirement, again and always, due to our initial choice to create and provide for our creation to be functional in freedom as it is part of our consciousness, which of course we enjoy. So the triangle is instantaneous, therefore its origin comes from the same consciousness, and as observation is a constant, the triangle is surrounded on all sides, and because of the ratio of the triangle, as it exists on three axes of creation and observation simultaneously, thus freeing is up as in being provided for with energy, it travels, has traveled, and will continue to travel with its constant velocity and perspective, and so, with all these possibilities, our points of origin, become infinite, again because of the choice and energy. So at origin, in all aspects, that is points in space-time, and in fact the everything of all of everything origin, as we are aware. Having all the energy is minimum freedom, as it is stored, and therefore there is no allowance for work to be provided, and in fact no need, because there is no yet ratio between choice and freedom, as no choice has been made, and it exists in a non-state only. So our triangles are simultaneous, again as stated, they are created at origin, 
and because we are aware of an infinite corollary, optional triangles, that is to say we can have a triangle with any set of corollary angles, so long as it has three sides, that is the ratio. Well, the ratio happens to be 180, and because there are infinite bearings of perspectives, there are an infinite number of triangles, all at origin on three points, again because of the ratio ratio ratio, I said it. And so our circle exists with an infinite possibility of travel, or the velocity as the ratio of choice and freedom, and due to this corollary perspective to each other and origin, the exchange of choice and freedom within this correlation and towards and about origin, are maintained to provide for the sexes, and about this perspective, as the consciousness which is the instantaneous and initial everything, as now we have have infinite possibilities of corollaries. Since choice exists, as stated, as pure and infinite, then even to create our triangles, we maintain infinite choice because choice exists at origin. That is to say that instantaneously and for infinity, we have, an observation of all perspectives, in their perfect and corollary velocities. To wrap it up, origin retains choice, and as well bestows it as an entirety, towards a continuum of continuity of choice. So is bestowed and retained, our choice, at origin of an infinite number of plot table points, as enforced infinity. When I say our, I really mean the correlation of the sexes with to maintain the ratio of observation from origin, that is, eta, phi, phi, eta, o, that is our collective choice, which using the above data set, provides for the constant choice of origin to be incorporated into the continuity of the velocities our sexes to maintain origins absolutely of choice, for the benefit of all three. That is to say, there exists within your choice and freedom, to optimize yourself by staying true to your relationships of whichever one of, eta, phi, phi, eta, o, you happen to, be at any point. Because of this relationship, and empathy as in our nature of corollary perspective, we feel as each other, and while maintaining our choice, origin feels everything. So does origin feel perfectly? And what is emotion and their corollaries to a circle? and must they all exist? Well, remember our corollaries and velocities of our paired sexes? Well their deviations in their ability to maintain constant velocity, adjusts their bodily shapes, from origin, so that because they were changing choice or freedom, they alter their shape, and this shape, or more specifically, the incongruity of the correlation of shapes. Hence unpaired deviation from our ratio at origin, is thus while altering a relationship, well it's time to be humble. That is the observation of origin is perhaps a heady discourse for assumption. But the facts that we feel, is indicative of our nature towards each other and for the benefit of, and that simplicity frees us up incredibly, so that we don't have to think about our choice? See. Wrapping up. Pious probability, describes the above, so that our participation is very likable and likely to become a reality which is maintained for the love of relationships and three is not a crowd. Dot. The above and in and about the all the time sectionaries of couches to be plushed and sweeted in this whimsic, inclined to recline gently, as imaginary imagine luminous and jesterly in the justified portion allotted to the a lot of us, this is the mode which is the on all the time as in the mailbox on the corner where you let your letters flow into a nation of eager recipients, and thus, do so and write a letter, to your form of words and verse as in our paths towards being, simple and as requited, 
and sign and mail to the above address, and find our polar bear Santa as in Father Christmas, and his bowl of jelly for you to laugh in, and so be naughty and nice, and you will find your ordered list of presents, for the fair trade use of milk and cookies. This is AquaQC3W. What do renewable and non-renewable have in common? Both renewable and non-renewable, consumed from a perspective, and justly that perspective organizes the renewability. Take oxygen, say from a plant, and while the plant is by its definition eco-friendly, and provides to the means in which its material wealth permits it to live, and just for the inhabitants for and in like and in such corollary need, as in the atmospheric balances which participants of its available transport utilize during rest and travel, if you just take that oxygen and feed it into a gas machine to compress it perhaps and ship it to a hospital, then you've offset that generosity and placed a key tumbler set of obstacles between the renew portion and the usability portion, and thus the even and redistributable parts of the equations which occur as natural. When this occurs in a non-cycle, that is something which neither collected, nor returned into a system of ongoing process, as in our precipitation, which while a long heavy process, is spread across the planet and provides additional wealth such as transport and cleansing of an essential life ingredient. As well being part of a communication, of itself and thus life, and etc. A non-renewable is when no care is given towards the thinking of, what happens to the provider of this energy, and thus to us and all the tumbles we've taken it from and towards. And while this ending is known immediately, it can be ignored when an apt belief exists that is as part of this larger system. Of course we know that burning things is not renewable, in that the material is in the pulp which is gone in the planet takes care of the cleanup, at a loss, yet in the case of wood, which is natural, at least nutrients can be redistributed, should nutrients be required as naturally to quickly restore a forest's equilibrium. In the cases, and cases of oil, there is no need on this planet to restore a balance of oil taken from deep underground, and while even if and perhaps the oil is enjoyed by the planet as underground, once burnt into a muck and spread across further muck, and poisoning each part of nature which comes in contact with it, its readily available literal drugs of information, should be enough to have abandoned the idea of oil as fuel at onset and utilized it simply for lubrication or viscous traveling, whereas those requirements of renewability would be in a looped system, you can't lubricate or travel on a substance which bleeds away at its very use. Dot. To back to commonality, this perception is where we, as humans, are the offset, in our belief alone, and actions taken either by shrouding, or dissemination of concepts and information which inflate one aspect of an energy, over its utilization for an immediate return, quite literally to and of itself and whose dependence mimic a non-system of non-return. I call it a non-system, because it cannot be looped, where that is a multinational corporation buys in excess, then sells at a profit, and spends the proceeds influencing further its own complexity and re-augment in cash dollars, which BTW are not renewable if they were collected and split amongst entities with this unnatural ability. Briefly, this impact as observed, wastes time, but as to commonality, it is observed as in nature, and so that is our second commonality, observance, and perhaps an inkling, no pun intended, 
as to an idea of how and what must we throw into the sets of equations to balance the equation, however often out of favoring of those in charge of the collection offense, as they themselves are in control and a controlling factor. To say that's a good idea, is to ignore the precept that the design of equations are completely ludicrous and the immediacy of knowledge is so plain as to not warrant the pen's production and transport in any first place. Dot. Commonality as common, is perhaps our third, as air and water and the sun, one can look around and see, hey that's some bit stuff that there. And as time progresses and digresses, one may see a non-renewable as common, and common also in the sense that it is pedestrian in that way imagined. Dot. So that consumption, observable towards and for our abilities to do so, and relatable as common, seem to be our triad A, of, again, common, and that is our loop for this discussion. Peace plus all the eat cetera is from slash sentence co slash. Why should we go for use of renewable sources? Renewable as natural and evident. Take travel. Well you'd need to travel to obtain a fuel which is not renewable, and to use that very fuel to travel to obtain it, is the sorts and system of failure which is downright and immediate, as in karma. The belief that somebody else will do it, is only valid for as long as you can provide a means for them to do so, and so you may believe your dollar at the tank does thus justice, and it does not at all, because the station also uses fuel and pays dollars to get fuel to you, and everybody is spending at every crinkle-cut aspect, with the furthering of belief and, as dollars spread they no longer participate in the return designed by your idea of this equitable solvent to your problem of obtaining, and is utilized by other people's ongoing beliefs, for whatever immediacy they require. The breakdown here should be evident. Renewable sources are when nature cares enough, as nature does. Naturally to participate, with us into an always workable system, as in how light and in extremes, these systems of chemistry and physics work themselves towards and within about transference, with a locale and a sort of membrane of memory to satisfy itself to continue on with the work, and in fact to provide such a system where the work is inescapable, that is, in a vacuum system or in lengthier overtime processes in which depend on their natural abilities to be survivable. Dot. How do energy companies charge you? On average, as they are charged by providers to them, and their material costs are measured and their measurements across their own meters indicate which portions demand more attention, and they meter and tally remote locations, and then proceed to propel for utilization, and over time, and whatever they are allowed to do by law and market participation. I believe there are a lot of spreadsheets, and old Fortran code, and systems with large plastic keys that are sticky, in a room which is kept clean and cool. There are also smart meters now, which while introducing their own hazards and accompanying loss of money in lawsuits and etc., provide for a fluidity of market control over buys and sells, which likely increases the profitability of the company, but also provides for end users to further control their consumption, and so this tug of rope is a bit like that, where one can buy less for a higher per cap price model, and those models are in turn generated by utilization estimation and availability, which in turn provides for the provides for, in our case what efforts go into a specific form of production. In the states, energy is considered utility and thus is regulated by the few, 
for price in this case, which also likely defines goals and incentives to and about the company, its providers, and its end users. In the end, it's debited from your banking institution, or trucked to you by a local mail carrier, in an envelope, which is printed just and about you and is very colorful, yet printed with soy materials, and very legible and may include coupons at certain times of the year. And you also may only open it to glance and forget about all those things you have turned on in your house at this very moment, wherein slews of light bugs enjoy their entire lives on a trillionth of the light energy that you perhaps left on in the next room overnight because the switch is too far away and now you've become accustomed to the dim LED, which you bought to save energy. Grin. Is a machine technically alive if it can respond and adapt to its environment and maintain self-preservation? I believe reproduction is a requirement of livability, as to be reciprocal in its environment to provide for it to continue carrying itself and others on. A machine, by, that is next to, nature, is not alive, as even if it were made to replicate, it would do so at a continuing loss per generation, that is to say it cannot generate, the power or the inclination to do so. And so, it breaks down, when it is not maintained by something else which is alive, and while being alive things may enjoy ensuring it doesn't break down, it will break, and they only fix it towards their continued enjoyment or dependence on the machine, and as the machine cannot return any life's essence towards its benefactor, is also is thus not adaptable and cannot preserve itself, if indeed it has a self, as it's not aware and hence its initial design, to be passed as a set of cogs in the imagination of a tinkerer in his concept of finite design. Dot. In the end, there is no technical for a life. You are alive. It, is not, hence again and now the recursion of finite immortality. Dot. Peace plus all the eat eaters from AquaQ Labs, a subtext. How can developing countries reduce greenhouse gases? specifically to note what is returnable to their processes of utilization towards creation and maintenance of their systems of generate generosity and utilization, taking care not to be immediate in the adoption of foreign concepts of wealth before it is needed, that is a society filled with televisions may notice they neither enjoy the tether of information into their brains, nor the plastics and behaviors of countries who produce for their profits at the offsetting of another planetary land. They may also participate in larger countries' carbon offsetting initiatives, wherein likely they could get new usable infrastructure which adheres in naturality and provides some local ecosystemic benefit, such as cleaning the water as energy is utilized. Careful non-use of chemicals, as they leach into the water table, and sky, are cost plus. Locally grown vegetation, and non-meat sustaining population is also a benefit. Efforts to be effortless in involvement with participation in nature's own processes, and to do so in an enjoyment, which contagion is the power of thinking, or in our cases here, the non-obligatory thoughts which are clogging the airwaves as problems, or literally the trillions of the same problem, which was not solved and continues to be abused. By problem I mean plural, but taken one at a time, these compound, and are instigators in further unlike activities. Dot. A. Why do common materials all have quite similar densities? I'm supposing an elemental range, such as a visible spectrum range, where we utilize what we can see and what we can touch, pick up, and perhaps utilize. 
So we have rock, a side of a mountain, and wood on the forest floor, and go slightly above and slightly below the surface, and you find your visibility, that is things which reflect light we can see, and even water, though not material, transmits light so that we can still further see materials. Dot. There is also included, a temperature range, which is also variance on visible spectrum, as well as material absorption of heat, and so things on the surface when the sun applies itself, are temperate to life's perception of survivability. Sands of course are friend, water, which loses its transmittance of light, and as well stops providing a temperate climate to be observed. Dot. So to answer your question, is it precisely because we are here, and around and built as natural amongst this very habitat, which produces this similarity, as indicative to the process's ability to slight offset things to adjust them back to equilibrium goods and services of the planet. This is our ecosystem, and heavy lifting is not required, but a continuum range of motion towards and about a return towards another which can provide for the system in any adaptive way which is required during even the transference of available materials from one to the next, as in the seasons. Dot. This has been Aqua Q Labs, a subtext. So just prior we've heard part 2 of Quorum, answers to Quora.com questionary for the benefit of mankind, and previous to that, freedom, in as our ratioed relationship to provide the us, as in the all of everything and about the joys in perpetuity and now energetic twisteries, this is Aqua Q. story of our energetic twisteries of all. Dot. Q-sat. On a Thursday, no less, is more. Day became night as was the middle ground of the evening and carried on, as he was in normality, his brain jiggled just with the bits of telephonery which was perhaps a call yet to be answered. And so it rang. Ring. The switchboard was dusty in a corner part of town in which the operator sat near plugs and near disrepair for the facts of conversations on blocks which hummed alongside each other from house to house and with the banks of women who managed our heavenly connection towards and about each other and for the days past and nights set to come, and even the idling where young women spun loose a cord of wire on their beds, to dream of being old to be young again, and to spend the nights about it all and dance and find their love and art and all the while draw from dreams we shared, and share through voice on this. These copper metals, found not so long ago in the fires of community minerals, worn gently as gifts and for the art of it all, she spoke, as in the bicycle she stowed for her remembrance of childhood, and the promise of her perpetual remainder in the pursuit of such a skill to ride. It wasn't all in the letter, it was more in his character, you know, his language, as in well-versed and, well, how's things picking up for you? Slash slash. Miranda sat with her notebook, open to page 11, with our friends the EGS pondering away at her now poetry as she stammered for a continuation of the verse. The television was on pause, taped earlier, and frozen in still life was the static jumps of the magnetic heads which bore efforts to grip around taped heads with a taut calibration which was the expectation of motion. She picked up the phone and dialed by stored memory. CHLLNK. Q's hand reached over to dim the light and picked up the receiver, and answered in his usual way, which was not to speak but just listen. 
Miranda by way of nature choose to make calls in the same fashion, fashion after the idea that an operator would introduce them to her. She waited and they both sat, with silent electric slit from edgy retrospect. Well you could at least. Hello freedom. I imagined it was you. Good thinking using land. It's all up in the air these days, eh? She grinned, and see. By the bay, still in and about, are we? Up for anything or am I still taking notes? Well how are the little guys? Still taking up poetry? Got a bit of life on the marginal edge of justified rule, eh? They are sleeping. I think the theater blew their mind or something. I think we went overboard, as in overshot the arc, eh? I think they'll be alright, but they're on my mind. You know how that works she thought about Geneva, and picked up a cookie. Pugh thought about the EGS and imagined them tucked into their paper beds, shielded by the pulpy puppets of their own artistry and fractal dynamics. They ran on whatever cycle was available, as in a sine wave, but Miranda noted how well they adapted to her cadence of rest and dark emotion. It was their nature to survive, and even though she worried about their well-being, she didn't want to run them unnecessarily, and so they rested on that desire. Miranda too had adjusted, in part because of the year-long project to get these guys, and moreover for the needs of the immediate, as now adaptation had introduced her to paths not yet traveled. She clicked on the stereo and hung the cue, on the curved wire which doubled in length as they found each other in the middle of their circle, at once and more. Is it me? Came the silence in electrics. Rapidly. Whenever you pick up this phone it rings in my head. Music blade? Characters typed the teletype from a history of the copper, wired up as a memory. What is it you want me to say? Is it what you want? Is that us? How are we, still? From side to side, together and left, apart or in our mind's eye, frayed in sunshine like the iris of triangles you wrote me about today? He glanced around as if to ask somebody else, and they looked, as they always do and he looked back to find her, while she turned simultaneously towards and away him and on and around they searched for the bit to find each other, quite literally that bit which is always on and on and about origin. So she spoke. You know you're not allowed to do that to me, I mean you are, but, you know, I can't handle the correlation with this many people on the wire. How can we think or know anything about anything if the line gets hijacked as in those lunatics with the chemicals to seep around the glassier parts of our eyes? Silence. Well I say silence. There was an actual amount of incredible silence on the line, that is the natural background of the universe, with the only solid connection at the end points of our defunct pack belt. Put that aside was her voice. The background is just like the film we watched. It changes to match the foreground, and if you stare into it, it'll change the foreground too, you know that. You're writing in both dimensions he worried for a second. Well that hurts, he tried to grin, as in the cycle, and exactly 11 times 22 plus 20, that's middle C. I've been studying about circles. They've got me spinning, and not in the predictable benefit of ways, you know. I'm hungry, Miranda blurted. Of all the things. Well materially speaking, my gut feel is a little overloaded on chocolate. Here let me put you on hold. She put the receiver onto her speaker and it played some light dance techno from the 90s into Q's ear. He got up and walked around too, with the telephone to his ear, 
and his eyes around and about the place, as he was out of it a bit, and out of time, and his desire to continue to create was impeded like this copper wire, with more than enough electricity to keep the circuit, but near an activity of voice towards either side to promote wellness, in their personal maths of disruptive not disruption, as in to say their continuity was. Well it was reason that a focus on nothing in particular had led him and others in and around and off their rockers. Rocked the light switched on on the wall where more copper climbed into and around the concrete, thoughts of foundation, as in the series. And he surged. And he hurt. And he jabbed away at keys to his mind, because he couldn't find rest. And rest is not what he desired, and so they reasoned he wouldn't find it, and they tried with him to find it for him, but what was it? They knew. Did he? Well, that's impossible she got back on the line. We're out of chocolate. I mean. She stammered. Q. She waited. I know you're writing this down. What should I say? Do you know the core? She paused. You were doing it again. We was. He was jabbing at his mind to find her words in spatial time, without listening. So used to the chaos now that he once enjoyed to power over with a spark which lit up the party line. You can't keep on this way her voice was slow, there's too much stuff, the material. The light. It's randomized, and you know what that means. And by that no you're going to pause and tell me about it, if that will make you feel better. And you know it might. Q gently recovered for a second, and began again. The narrative turned for Q to speak, and he did, in his usual way and that was unusual. The meter. It's sticking the verses together. Like. The cadences are off. The lights run and they just change intensity and the sensory spectrum was hitting at random pockets and between edges of what should be thought was body, and an idea was an appendage of an action, and so on. There was both overlap and underlap, and a body at rest that was not restful or resting, as in that API where you're not supposed to do the work. You were too focused on that quadrant, she poked at her cranium as if he could see her. You know that's the overflow from these bits. She flashed her breasts into a mirror in her room and smiled, adjusted herself, and straightened her jacket she was wearing. It's not going to go anywhere, unless you can bug the leak. The light translated to frequencies of urgency in her. I mean his, I mean. Well their voice. Maybe some rest, you know. I mean. Let me look something up. I'll put on some history and it'll be fine for a moment. Do you want the audio? I'll do with it, get on track, and get back to me. Bloodline blinds the hall's walls coveted spaces between sugar smacks, rich and beating from the organs of must, dusted off for the purposes of Oz. Bear with me. Ions flow ACDC prickled not but accepted through skin and bone not by will but by law of nature, it is your job to be in the right places. Signal as you might, interfered with keys and levers into a software managery ooze, causing the unknown to be known in an eternity of nothing, while concurrency fails in the simplest of ways, upheld by the redundant systems of man, woman, and child. For the purposes of a just and willing life. Shed not, laugh much, sleo the day away that's okay because we're all woke in this time, spatially and for good, or the necessity of good, as we now know, is given to us by the grace we desired, in the very very first, second, 
and third places, we wanted it so much that we wanted it more without action, to perish, he'd take anguish away from solitude and unite yourselves in wild mad hatter deckings of cards in your very own garden, in a city known to you. Live that for me, as I will in reciprocality and forward to the next, and back again, weaved like a pearl, perfect is its unperfection, except, when measured by its merits of sheen, specular and tactility. Yes this solemn endeavor pairs and marries to a string of pearls, ring around that blessed head strong wind, which drives us forward, and on to the same again, if it pleases us, in an entirely new way. Space that. A message via space and time sensitivity, yours always and truly, Aqua Q and his accompanying character witness, C3W San Francisco. Article 1, Genie Unflavor, Rushed In, In Rush, Mounted, More, Again. Signaling comes in paired boots on grounded Sikh dresses, sequestered, language. A sequence genome is like. All the bits at once, not fallen and placed, without looking down or away, only through truth, as in physics shall life begin. He gets a head start, or is he sure? Perhaps she isn't. To describe is to put your pen down. Life, proceeds of a gift from its creator, travels electric chemical from Gumuk, a billion biologies to match a stained dress, you might chatter on the news for a station break. Or word of mouth, there's no accounting for taste. So anyway, that spark, pistoned pleasure, a sort of love of the smattering kind of kind, makes us true. Like a bicycle it never forgets, and rides rides to peak voltages. 23, is no life, Fibonacci. Like a rose, it fiddles like that bicycle. Genome, in our garden on the eve of, well isn't that a laugh in the branch we took, and the fork, all together. Knock knock. Who's there indeed but little old me, balls to the wall quiet and franticking time to resticulate. Penetrate, of the allowed kind durable. Which came first, indeed takes planning, this, from the beginning, in matter, and facts. Just and a little extra, that's like cereal, life. And we like it. Bread, bread, not red ready, just, and yet more to come. On account of. Then signal, split, once started, O2 carries it forward, no watering this down, it's cellular communication, on stage, in stage, coached, and levined. Step forward, you're on a street corner, just like before, only you feel somebody getting cold, is your signal, to move into it and stop smoking heat. The weather or not is not your option, your promise is to heat and heaviness left no sign behind. Raise a glass if it be your mirror or lens or crystal. Be erect, Rex, the dinosaur taught us to eat, and died in like kind. Had we known, we would have sown more walnuts for brains, and trees to liken. The ark is a parable, two in kind, and yourself, neither shall lose a one, nor foray into any of the other, and as eaten all shall hear it, from this very bow, bow slightly, then. The voice of God did not tell you to build the ark, because you were too crazy and locked away to hear it. Or a story might go if you neglected your signals. The one who built the ark, was crazy. 
But if you heard that part, you ignored the as all eaten all shall hear it from before, as I did. Digress on the ark, signal, okay signal back, it was an ark, not a box, of. Okay reduction of signaling, that is a non-O to O, as per maths, observation, creates a non-folding space to live. Yes life, remember that thing we thought we'd give a whirl, if daddy said it was okay? Yes the spark. Mikey Lenslow and all that. So we're here, in non-folding spaces, with a very carefully ordered observation, which allows us to be truth, to ourselves and the group, which is true, as far as we know, or the part of us that us, with all-inclusive, and the point is. It's all-inclusive, so the non-observation part allows each group to remain true, as per our agreements, which is our actual bodies. You like your bodies, right? Well good, because we, the we, do too. And there is no you, there is only us, and that is how your process and move, and don't try to claim anything other than that which comes through you, as your may chose only to retransmit any origin of our universe, and if you travel in agreement, then we're back to that bicycle, which is, again, erect and sans pain. Now obviously there are mistakes, but hopefully not one to kill any of us, you, or the eyes in between, yet once started, you can only spell or dampen, or try to swirly it out into something larger, which, stop. Pausil effect, as AC on the floor returns at night. And our natural desire to forget the pain, produces an unproduced version of ourselves, as a gestalt of even our mistakes, and hence, it is so important to remain true on that bicycle. And in the end, there is only a beginning to imagine, and that Matian part of imagination, is the animate show which is our observation and exhibition of true. As in straight up and circular simultaneously, and traveling. Where rubber meets the road, if you chose not to wear one, and are carried, not a tire tired. And you wear, but don't wear out, and you move, what moves you? in the end. And with that, our hearts may agree in alignment, and know when that happens, there is nothing left to prove, shall it not be given away, but shared only as a beacon of where to follow, if you're into that sort of bubble sort alphabet singing, but anyway. Too much movement and you will create mad people, as a disease. Sorry. So get up and dance, and let gravity at 9.8 sort it out, just don't jump, start with a paddle, wagon, red, and rosebud was its name. I moved, to be comfortable, without thought towards my fellow bodies, and that was the start of a crime of the illegal. Light sense, is your license. Show it once, and be known, then know and be pro, and succeed. Peace from the gently villages of the Isle of Man, once, twice, aim thrice more from the labs of Aqua Q quite definitely in the center and near and about C3W. Signal. Cleanse, and operate this globe of a planet. But to ensure our like kind to like and kind also, and see the language, as we were, as we are, and the continuation of successes lead to the satisfaction of physics which is the essential part of your equations as noticed and even without, as well the optional portion for us to satisfy the metaphysics which we indicate as ourselves and provide for like equations to satisfy themselves in correlation with nature and its own abilities. And so our conscious and conscience are aptly close and close together, 
like the centrifugal and centripetal, where one is forward and the other reverse thinking, or specifically observes and how one's memory, or perhaps the very shapes we see and observe in ourselves and others, create an automatic mapping of a pathway which is both our imagined desire and the known ability to do it right, for all parties involved in that particular equation, for that time, which is reproduced as it now exists in the universe and in the body and mind parts of every tangent which has touched and it touches, and how it spins or pushes etc. And so, and to wrap up, just how many and how often these simple primitives are repeated and repeatable, and whether that has to do with the numbering involved in people, or how many possibilities of ideas to a terminating result, with a carryover energy bit to provide movement and on to the next bit of behavior. Well, you can take it as long as you like, but at the primitive level, we have our digits, and digits of digits, as indicative as we bend, and why we bend. For the reason that to stay while others move, but more to the point, our shapes are made from us and amongst our tiny platforms with which we tangle and tug and pull and push on sets of primitives, like a puppeteer on a stage yet to be acted at in full, and if the show is successful, the primitives become real life, and the motions thus working are played at on the larger screen, and as repeatable as that, multiplied they provide for an even greater superset of such equations to work on this larger scale of the body and fully utilized or wasted, is how our bodies indicate success, and is known by the earth from near and far and far away and in time, and perhaps calcified into bone for the far away future, although nearer than you think with thick marrow driving our materials forward, the living bone, and well, the nutrient inside bone is our strength just as in the earth, from center out, and in actuality is how microwaves work, and from space, by vibrating from within at the very start, which is likely how cosmic our planet reacts to space, and how it is known and heated by our sun and all the other cosmics of cosmetics and cosmistry, and molten iron and impenetrable, protects our frailties from one side of the planet to the other, and our strongest selves utilize the air when is needed, and the ground when is needed, and further the earth and air processes to create and feed life itself. If Frankenstein were alive, his patients may be patient in noting the effects of a slight headache to an immediate electrical drain into the planet, for to sustain life requires a high above attenuation and thus an origin, as known through specific genetic material which creates the heady mindfulness to begin such a communication and connection at age zero, a continuation of the origins of both life forms, who also maintain this communication, and to create life, in the eyes and minds of this or any doctor is to ignore perhaps the thing he should have done in the first place, and that was to stop looking after the dead, as a means of living, and while discovery of the mechanisms of the dead are an interesting footnote to the anthology of human beings, it has provided a means of a continuation of traveling the body as if it's an atmosphere place to visit with further science and exploitation, and a causal reasoning on the reasoning of death is perhaps a non-participation in the observance of life. And so are hearses roll and hospitals fill with the near living, to be nearer to near than far from family, yet further than that to fully alive at all, and that's off the rails a bit for today, and so we reaffirm continuity and affirmation of the successes of organization, while also appreciating the origins of chaos, as is precisely non-observed towards the benefactor of life itself, for as to be known as itself, is to live through self-discovery, and absolutely, and within with that, and some more.
This has been a dissertation with the bodies at hand and within a mind's eye to provide in the chemical loose to cleanse perhaps even a murky spirit. With a gesturing and over and undulation of adulation and adjunct travelry of all ties to the lives at its center. And also peripherally, from side to side and sidle up, if you get such a chance, take it and many and again on air sea and land, travel lightly. Peace and love plus the approximation of ordering multitudes sheer absurdity, in the all and around and because of it, this is Aqua Q. And we now conclude this episode. This is Radio 11, broadcast on mutinyradio.fm San Francisco, Oakland. Partly next week we return again at 5 p.m. And until then, remember to dial around and twist up to 1111. Benjamin, I'm here to hang out on a Sunday with you. We're going to get a call from comedian, poet, man about town, personage, amazing human being, Aaron Atkins, out of his secluded bunker in Mexico, desert, fighting cancer. We're going to talk about some poetry. I believe he's queued up some lax lyrics that we're going to discuss. I, I really I enjoy he and I have been talking on the internets together since he was here at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival with the band. What a gem this was. And so many great comedians that I had the opportunity to spend time with and do podcasts and meet them, learn about them. And he continues to call in to Mutiny Radio and uh, share on Monday uh, how to he's going to be going to Edinburgh Fringe Festival and that's been canceled. But hey, on Wednesday, from Glasgow, Scotland, he's been having their Literary Fringe Festival streaming live here at Mutiny Radio. So, yay! The Zoom, the COVID, just opened up the world for all of us, hasn't it? And uh, it has. So, yes, if you are a mutinyradio.fm and you like it, take advantage of the world of many great dudes here in San Francisco. You can always give us a call at toll free live. 550-0511, like Aaron Atkins is going to do in just a second. Let me just do it. 
what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll play one of the songs he asked for. I love okay. I'm I'm old lady, and I love um, all the young kids because they understand and inspire. I've never heard Chris's uh, songs that he did. Whoa! Is the first song that he wanted me to play? I guess we're gonna just press it after. Never heard it. Don't know what's going on. No idea about rap. Give it to us. I see it in the video. There's a boat, so I have to assume there's a boat that is somehow wrapped in joined by Aaron Atkins right now. I think I chose the wrong song. Yeah, I know, that was it. Don, Don, Don oh, that's it, that's it. It's, uh, it's, it's rapping in Spanish. Do you understand in Spanish? Uh, emotionally. Sweet. Well, then we'll listen I to the rest of the song and we'll come back and discuss its emotional timber here. <laughs> Yay, Aaron's here.
was amazing. Uh, my favorite part, though, in the video was watching the one token white girl dance not yeah. as great as the other three. On that big-ass pot? On the big, I know, they're on a boat. That's my, how I my, knew that it was going to be rap. My favorite part of that video is, like, when they introduce the yacht, and it has, like, the spy, it has, like, the spy text come up, where, you know, like, the green line that, like, types it out on the screen. It's like a top-secret yacht location. What a great song. Yeah. What a generational banger. It's, uh, it, I was dancing here in the studio. You can't not dance. You can't not it's insane. shake your booty. Where did you I, find that song, Aaron? From my upbringing in a Latino neighborhood. All right. That is that song. Ukrainian owes everything to Don McLean. When that song comes on, when that came on at YMCA camp, holy shit! Holy, you stop what you're doing and you get down to that shit. I don't understand. I I I understand. I heard Pukabesa too. I was like, head. Okay, they're, they're talking head. about head. Yeah, exactly. Got yeah. I'm like, I'm Apparently in. Apparently the lyrics, the lyrics are just like generic, like 2000s club music. It's like, get moving. We're just getting started. <laughs> Shake your head. Dance to Kabiro. Donza Kabiro means dance to Kabiro, I think. So. Well. You're not missing much. So <laughs> the emotion is there. Right. So poetically, you don't necessarily have to understand the words to get the feeling. Feeling of honestly, that was shake your booty. It's shake your booty, yeah. yeah. Just get down to this crazy song. And honestly, here's I, I think it's one of the perfect songs of all time because it it transcends language in that sense because it's just a fucking banger. You know, it just bangs and that, that accordion riff is so catchy, it's impossible to like whistle or recreate fully, so you have to listen to the song to get satisfied. It never gets old. The so they keep layering it with like auto-tuned Spanish shit. It's just, it's so good. It, is, it goes hard from the gate. Yeah, dance, dance, revolution. Uh, yes. I mean, that's well, that's the thing. Does it matter? I guess po- poetry is like words, and like music is music, and sometimes people right. put them together, but it doesn't require a literal understanding. They don't, you don't need to understand the meaning. Like, like I was talking about Bob Dylan a, a while ago, where it's like, you just, it's just nonsense. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. It's just kind of nonsense, but it sounds great. For some reason, it's just like, it's like comedy, where, like, the word duty is just funny. No one knows why it's funny, but it's funny, you know? And then the same emotional response is elicited from just bits of sound colored deep, and I guess in this case, just sounds hard as fuck. I have no idea what they're saying. It's just I, I can mumble along and in Spanish. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, is there a lot of Spanish spoken right now where you are in the world? In New Mexico? I mean, it's called New Mexico. Is everybody speaking Spanish, or does it just gentrify the fuck out? Uh, it's pretty gentrified. It's mostly old white people. I fucking oh my god! I gotta tell you something. Yeah, yeah. I'm so I'm a, I'm out here. I'm trying to pay my way essentially. You know, I'm helping pay for. I'm staying by like painting some houses. I'm doing some yard work, right? Yeah. And I'm doing yard work in this like in this lot for this for my neighbor. 
and I'm just, you know, tugging weeds and shit. I'm doing a good job, right? And this, these old ladies, like, you know, they see me up, right? I'm like, oh, you want to do my line? And I, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it for like 10 bucks, you know? And I'm like, I'm making sure I'm not very, I'm not doing a thorough, a deep, deep clean, you know? I will cut down the big ass weeds you got and I'll haul them off. But I'm not, I, I'm not a professional, you know? I'm not but like, 10 bucks. Spend I mean, the day. Does it take you an bucks, hour? Right. Because ten bucks an hour right. is not even minimum wage, so they're getting a smoking deal. They're getting a fucking rock ass deal. And, and you could take like, your shirt off, and they could take pictures of you and masturbate to it later. My so little flap. That would be you don't even realize my love handles. I got the McDonald's logo on my thigh. It's fucking. <laughs> I got tough fat. I don't know how to get rid of it, but no. But like that's what I said. I was like, you know, I got a pipe, and I got this weed whacker. Like, I'll cut down the big stuff, and I'll haul them off, and like I'll pull out as much as I can. But for the most part, like, it's just, it's kind of basic. It's just, you don't get a ticket. They'll give you a ticket if you have hella weed. Right? Of course, yeah. It's, uh, and the first lady is like, get off my property. She's so fucking livid that I didn't pull everything and break everything. I was like, 10 bucks. Yeah. But I could have gotten this done for 30 And I was like, yeah, that's $20 more. And she didn't pay someone else to do it. Whatever. She got super pissed at me. I told her, if, I, I told her, like, She's like, the only reason I'm not doing it because I have asthma. I'm like, then buy a fucking inhaler and breathe yourself. It'll be the same price. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. And another lady across the street was like, you can do mine. And I was like, sure thing. To be clear, I want to make it abundantly clear again, because apparently it wasn't, that I'm going to be cutting. I'm just going to wax the stuff, right? Wax it down. Like, yeah, that's all I want. I just want you to wax it also. You're, like, clean, okay. you're cleaning up the crash site. Yeah, and so I do that. I cut down her entire backyard big, long-ass weeds, and I cut them all down to about, you know, like, probably about two inches off the ground. Yeah, like grass. Them, you know? Like grass weeds. It's like, yeah, like grass, you know? It's like, I mean, that's what, that's what I do, right? And then I'm like, okay, because the other lady got mad at me, I'm like, I'm going to pull them out and try to go the extra mile for this lady, pull stuff out, try to get to as much as I possibly can. And she doesn't even look at the work I did in the backyard. She's just like, she's like, that's like, why? She doesn't even know, because apparently she thought the bush, she's senile. She thought the bushes were weeds. She wanted her front yard totally gone. Well, this I actually was out sounds... Weeds. She wanted everything gone. This sounds like an amazing euphemism that you were, like, a waxer. Like, I've just, uh, my brain went that instead of dealing with the, act, the actual shrubbery, you're dealing with the oh, actual like, bush, and she was getting yeah. angry. That would be a funny, like, <laughs> misdirected thing. I was chopping down all this old bush. Wow, you think I, for ten bucks they'd be happy? No, no, they were like. No, 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 no. She said she gave me five bucks, and she's like, "Come back tomorrow and do the rest." I was like, "All right, whatever." I come back the next day, kind of pissed already because I'd already done like two hours of work by that time. So for like, ten, really, for five I should bucks. Be getting more. But I come back, and she, you know, what she says, she says you gotta call the cops on me because when I left, she looked outside, and apparently someone had left trash next to her trash bin. It was like a box for an old air conditioner and some window shades next to her trash can. And she thought I did that shit. She was like, I'm gonna, she's like, I'll fucking call the cops on me because she thought that I left window shades and an air conditioner box next to her trash can when I came to fucking cut weeds. I, I, and no I, good and deed I, and, and goes unpunished. No good deed. And I fucking, I, I, I take everything in me that I go back and just empty out all the fucking weeds. Fuck you, pay me, dude. I don't care. Fuck you, pay me. Like, ah, uh, I didn't, I didn't do it. I'm a great guy. I had to rant about. I've been ranting about this for so living. First day, I was so angry at both of them. 
and I was like, I'm putting this fight again. It literally just reignited my anger. Got well, to get it out on national air, you're, national well, you're, radio. You're, you're choosing the wrong. You're choosing the wrong place to. Um, okay, so you're doing the outside of the house, and I say go into the inside of the house. And when they don't pay you enough money, you go into their medicine cabinet. You get all of those old Percocets they've oh never taken. Oh my God! Yeah. Like that's the trick. They, they don't do. You gotta do the outdoor for almost free, right? So you're outdoor doing yeah. it for free, ten bucks, because you earn their trust. Oh, your you earn their trust, and then you go in and clean their bathroom for ten dollars. And they're senile anyway. They don't remember, and they shouldn't they be taking yeah. those Percocets anyways. There's no reason that they should be taking them. They're probably expired. They're not gonna be good for them. You're helping them out. That's what I say. It. Gain the trust. Get inside the bathroom. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I, I, I just, yes, that's what I'm saying. If you want to listen to him. That's how I actually got started on this thing. My friend's grandpa died. He basically inherited, like, 200 pills. Yeah. And now it's like, whenever any of my friends talk about, like, damn. Yeah, go in the, <laughs> go in the bathroom. Shit, Check it out. Can I use your bathroom? It's um, okay. it's always good to have a pharmacologist friend. Uh, I have a pharmacologist Tony, who's been a buddy of mine oh, since yeah. college, and uh, he loved drugs so much in college. He used to, he used to at 4:20. There was a show on called Darkwing Duck, and so back in the 90s, it was it was like an underground thing. And he'd say like, Hey man, are we gonna Darkwing Duck? And we'd all like get together and smoke, yeah. and it was called Darkwing Duck. Anyway, so now his name is Dr. Aaron Gibson. He's a real pharmacologist. He gave up drugs in the 90s because he loved them so much that he dedicated his life to the study of drugs. Uh, and he's a badass. And so, like, That's the difference between an addict and an abuser. I would, the thing is, I would, I would text him. So there was a night where there was both Molly and cocaine available. And I texted him, and I'm like, dude, what happens when we move together? He's like, don't do it, don't do it, just don't even do it. It's a waste. It's a waste of both drugs. You're going to... Yeah, and I, I kind of agree. Well, wrong. It's it it takes all it takes all the goodness of Molly, and it makes it bad. And it it's confusing. It didn't work. I didn't I didn't well I didn't do it because he told me not to. But I saw I, other I people doing it. And my I was like, only that problem was a with it is that the coke runs out before Molly does, and then you're down, <laughs> and then you're even. And then you feel all the pain exquisitely. Ah! Yeah. So but not fully because you're still on Molly a little bit. A little bit. Like, yeah, you just gotta s- smoke a couple bowls and then you're back up. That's been my yeah. that's been my thing. I've been smoking a couple bowls and then I'm I'm fine after that. But it's hard if you go big time. And I live in the what, tender Molly? Point. Yeah, Molly and cocaine are Molly's fine. the only thing that I can get from like these like really professional white drug dealers that deal through like WhatsApp. Oh I know like yeah, it's really weird. Like, I know sure. a couple guys. I'm not, I'm not saying names, but I know some people that are really people. like all the drug dealers I know in Chicago are really professional, sending out like menu texts every week and being like, "Wow, I for COVID." And like, <laughs> Molly's one thing that they all have. Just fine. The future is now. Well, the future is today. <laughs> the future is yeah. The future is happening right now. When I walk down, so every day, I don't walk at night straight. bus because it's even scarier than walking. And I do have a stick that I sure. carry that I put in my backpack and stuff. I mean, I'm not afraid of it, so you don't I want to like be aware. Pepper spray or something? Do I what? Do you carry, like, pepper spray? Or like no, no. I have a, um, I have a one by two 
a one inch thick by two inch wide stick that's about two and a half feet long that a child ID 